This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. We talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Welcome. This week in celebration of Mother's Day, we're talking about motherhood with Kat and Matt. With seven kids between the two of them, it is safe to say these two moms are mom experts, starting their journey into recognition by realizing the loneliness and isolation of motherhood and set out to challenge it. The two Torontonians broke into the online world to connect women and moms everywhere. Their exploding community of like-minded moms tune in each day to watch them rewrite the recipe for the perfect mom, a realness that we at Style Canada adore. These ladies actively dismantle the ideals of motherhood and unrealistic portrayals on social media and television through their viral hashtag mom truce videos and have garnered hundreds of millions of views accompanied by their regularly scheduled Facebook live show, best-selling book and podcast. Talking topics mom may be afraid to talk about, Kat and Ad are a duo after our own hearts. Ladies, thank you so much for being here with us today. They, I, thank I, I was like, God, that's, that's a big intro. That's, I feel exhausted after that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Our producer, Allie, does a great job on, on the intro. So you got, you've been up to a lot. And I have to say, I'm so excited to be chatting with you both today. I don't have children, but all of my girlfriends that do that I mentioned that we were talking did like an elongated, I love them. They're hilarious. So, so happy, nice happy to, to have you both on. Oh, that's so nice to hear. You know, when you have seven kids, you don't get to hear that a lot, that they, you would think you get to hear I love you a lot, but you don't. So when strangers tell you, you feel really good about yourself. As a mom, you only get an I love you, like mixed in with an apology. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. So Well, there's lots of love coming at you today from our angle then for sure. So you mentioned seven kids between you both. When did you kind of decide that what you were thinking about and talking about as friends would be a hilarious outlet for other women to gravitate towards? Never. I mean, <laughs> I still, I still wonder how we're fun. Like, what do you think of, you know, cause we're not trying to be funny. So, <laughs> so it's, I guess people are laughing at us. I, I that's what we think. I mean, I guess we're funny, but th- we don't mean to be. So I'm not sure what that is, but it's good. We, you know, we started um, being able to open up to each other after we had children in a way that's that not- was, funny <laughs> <laughs> in a way that uh we were we hadn't done before and we didn't realize how important it was to actually just start talking about how crazy this journey is and being honest about things we thought we'd never say and before we had children thought would never be our reality and when we started talking we were like whoa it was such a weight off of your shoulders when you just kind of put it out there and you put it out there to people who understand what you're going through and then on top of it all you with all of it it's very stressful you could cry or you could laugh and we're able to actually find like the comedy in motherhood because some of the situations you end up in are so outrageous I think I have the you know the answer is but we don't have boundaries. I think that's what it is. I think that a lot of people talk are too afraid to speak. And when you speak the truth in a blunt way, it's funny because everyone's like, 
Did you just say that? It's and you're like, because it's because it's honest. It's like the same yeah. way we used to la- laugh at Seinfeld because you were joking about things. They're joking about things. You're calling the Seinfeld. Yeah, that's, a, that's a very big, that's a high bar. I, that's very, high, very high. <laughs> it's laughing. Basically up on musty TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's laughing about those things in life that everyone knows, but they just don't say it out loud. And we say it out loud. A room full of people, thousands of women are like, Oh my gosh. Like I never heard it said like that, but I can completely relate to that. Yeah, totally. It's funny because some of those things my friends have shared, like I remember one of them saying their son was, was playing with himself and he said, my, my dick is electric. (laughs) I just, LOL. Like that kids say the funniest thing. So yeah, absolutely. I love that the little boy pulls out dick and electric. (laughs) I mean, she is reading the right books or something because I don't know if my kids, you know, my Louie, it's on fire or something. No, they should go to the doctor. Kids really do say the darnest things. So much of our comedy comes from, sorry, our material comes from being moms and just watching these seven kids and the things that they come up with that we're able to talk about are really up in the game today for us. Good time. Yeah. It's good time. Yeah. No, I love it. Well, and I think too, like that honesty that you talk about, you know, you're the brand based around mom truths. Not, it's not often that people are talking about those things, especially in this social media world of perfection. Right. So Tearing, talk to us a little bit about like tearing those expectations down and where the idea of mom truths came from. When we started and when we started having children, it was like at the peak of Pinterest when to be a mom meant to be good at so many things that really didn't come naturally to the two of us. And of course we tried because we thought that meant that that was like a definition of being a good mom was to be able to be creative, make these meals, have a clean house, be a good wife, like have your kids sign up for everything, always looking good, not messy. And it really, that was completely the opposite of what was natural for us and a lot of mothers. And so we were like, it's just too exhausting trying to be this Instagram perfect. Why don't we just uh, throw out the truth and see how it goes? And it ended mm-hmm. up resonating with a lot of people, even people who seem very perfect on Instagram. Yeah, no, absolutely. And what would you say those? So for someone maybe that is either just a new mom or thinking about having children, something at the beginning of it, not that's into it yet. What are some of the most, the biggest mom truths, I guess, or the biggest misconceptions of being a mom? You're going to give that one to me. (laughs) When I look over at her, I'm like, I'm like, I just sit quiet till she's done, done that. And then she's like, I don't feel like answering this one. This one's on you. Got it. Okay. I'll just sit and I love that you have your own language. Yeah. Like, no problem. She looks at you in the corner. You're looking at me. Yeah, I can see her. I'm like, got it. You're not taking this one. Here's the question. Do you remember the question? There was. (laughs) I actually forgot it too. So if you don't want to answer it, we can go on. There, let's move on. No. (laughs) And you're going to ask another one. She's going to look at me no I, I got this what's next oh some of the new mom like things you know that would that would surprise so, yeah like some of the things I guess some of the you going into motherhood what are some of the things that you're like oh shit that's how it actually is like what's one of the top I know there's probably a million but what are some of the top two if you will I, I really do feel like every mom has different experiences and it's very hard to do blanket statement because you could have the most perfect baby and find it super hard the transition in between or you could have a baby that's like the unknown of what it's actually like so there's no advice anyone can give you because you, you really have to learn a new language because this person's a new language that you don't speak. Mm -hmm. And when they come into your life, 
you could read every handbook about a situation that it might be, but because they can't talk to you or tell you anything, everything's a guessing game. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's so much pressure on moms and women to figure everything out like immediately. Like you should just know because you're a mom and there's this magic in you. And I, I really do think that's a really terrible thing to put on women and moms because you are constantly feeling like a, feeling like a failure because of course you can't figure them out. They're a person who doesn't talk literally and can't tell you nothing except cry and maybe laugh at like four months like you're yeah you're in there a long time but before the worst is I remember when they said it'll all be so so hard you'll be so sleep deprived but when your baby looks up at you and gives you that first smile everything will wash away and it'll be magical and worth it and I remember I had my baby and the baby Bjorn and she looked up at me and she did her first smile and I felt nothing and I was like, what the hell? Like, what does this mean? This is going against what everybody told me. That moment just happened. And I don't feel overwhelmed with joy. I don't feel like all of those sleepless nights and the crazy thoughts I had. And then they tell you it was gas. You know, they tell you that first smile is not even a smile. It's actually gas. So you're screwed every way you cut it, you know? No, I really do think that I'm trying to be funny. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay, good. You're yeah. getting it. You've... Yeah. Okay, good. I wasn't sure. You know, I'm trying to, like, you're doing a good job. Okay, good. Um, I set you up and said you were like, you really tonight. You, got to you, did. Going. you did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, and I, we, we created actually, we have actually twins now and we created, uh, basically if you think a group where you can go in, it's a subscription-based group where you can go in and you're, if you think you're over your head with younger children, <sighs> older children uh. become even harder and they can talk, but they don't. And it's just a, it's a really mother's intuition. Let that all go. Everyone let that go. And you're not a bad mom because you can't figure out their every movement and breath. And I think everything else you'll figure out and, you know, things are going to resonate with you and things aren't. And because your best friend's doing it differently doesn't mean your way's wrong. I think those are the, 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 the pieces of advice. Everyone can tell you sleep when the baby sleeps. Oh, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? I want to be awake when that baby's asleep. I want to be watching my shows. Yeah. I want to scroll on Instagram. I want to remember for one hot minute what it was like. Yeah. I want him to, you know, take care of the baby and I'll sleep while yeah. the baby's awake. Yes. Not while the baby's asleep. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I don't actually need to ask any questions. You guys could probably just take the lead. (laughs) Oh God, verbal diarrhea. But I was, I was going to say, you mentioned, you know, raising tweens, which I can only imagine, like, I'm sure it was one thing when our mothers raised us, right. In the the night, whatever that was, Mm -hmm. nineties, et cetera. But now my gosh, I mean, I see you on TikTok with your girls and, and doing kind of fun dances on reels and things like that. What is it like raising teens right now? Like, how do you set, especially with social media, like, how do you, I don't know if it's boundaries that you're setting or conversations that you're having. How do you navigate that? Learning on the fly, going to the group a lot to understand. And when we say the group, this is us. We all of a sudden had these kids that were no longer toddlers or babies. And the two of us looked at each other and we didn't know how to answer some of the questions. And the only experience we had was when we were like tweens and teens and these, and what we were going through, which had nothing to do with social media and things have changed so much. So where where do we turn? It can't just be one expert. It can't just be one book. Where do we turn? So we created this group where moms can go in. We bring in experts to talk about how to navigate everything from social media, to sex, to drugs, to eating disorders, to like absolutely everything that would ever cross our mind. And we also, in the group, you can speak anonymously about what's going on with you. Cause so often something will happen to you with your teen that you are, you feel, you, you feel, 
feel you feel guilt, you feel ashamed, you feel embarrassed because you don't want to tell like the other moms in the neighborhood what happened because they don't want to now judge your kid for what they've done. Oh, don't play with them. Do you hear what happened there? But really, when you put it out there, there are so many parents that are going through the exact same thing. So you really need to have an outlet to talk about what's going on so you can have a support group and you can lean on experts, but not experts who write a book that's like 700 pages long because we don't have time for that. So you need like small snippets of how to get the fill your toolbox. So when your teen walks in and like lays something on you or you end up finding out something that you don't react in a way that's going to ruin your relationship forever. So it is, it is definitely, it's a new world. And yes, of course, they're going to want to be on social media. I remember talking to some, you know, some girls who, who were in their late teens and and early twenties. And I was like, were you allowed to have, you know, Instagram and all of that when you were a teenager? Like, no, my mom would check my phone, but I always had a secret app on there. It's not like I wasn't going to participate. So you also, as a parent, you have to understand that this is a huge part of their world. And we actually advise moms to like join in. You don't have to have like a very active TikTok account, but how are you going to know what it's like to navigate TikTok if you're not on there yourself, right? Or YouTube, right? Like understanding how ads are served to them, how the different algorithms will give them different information. You can't know unless you're playing in the space a little bit, even just to, you know, to perv the, to perv the, the uh, mm-hmm. ads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day is quickly approaching, and by quick, we mean this weekend. But don't worry, we've got you covered. Tingly gift boxes can be delivered by mail or virtually, so you can ensure you have a gift for mom, even if you leave it until the last minute. With hundreds of experienced boxes to choose from, your mom can be ready for when the ne- her next adventure calls. For more information, visit tingly.com, and don't forget, Mother's Day is this Sunday. It's interesting you mentioned YouTube. I was actually reading a stat that I think under 18 watches YouTube more than primetime TV. So the top 10 primetime programs or something like that. My kids don't know how to navigate cable. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to change a channel. They don't know how to find what they like. And they want to watch a series. They don't want to watch one. They can't imagine. Yeah, no, it is my mind. YouTube is where, and you know, like my my young kid, I won't say how old, the fact that he's surfing TikTok somehow, he'll top tell us like my husband, I things that he's learned. And we're like, Oh, thinking he definitely learned that in science class, or he definitely learned that from his teacher. He's like, I learned it on TikTok. Like that's where they're getting their information that's too. And we yeah. need to also yeah. know how to explain to them, like how to receive that information and don't always take it as facts, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you talked a lot about, you know, you mentioned that group and that peer support again, which I think <laughs> no matter, honestly, what, section of life we're in or what I have a charity that supports young women with cancer and it's based on peer support, right? Because just people relating to situations you're in. So I love your obviously kind of peer support with each other in a way and how you value female friendship. Like I was listening to something you guys posted the Uh, it might've been a week or two ago. I don't remember now, but it was just talking about how almost your husband would respond to something and how your best friend would (laughs) respond to something. Uh And I love that, how you really just value the female friendship. So, I mean, it clearly is of great importance to you both. (laughs) I don't know how I would do marriage, life and motherhood without Kat beside me to be able to just talk to her about it. And they're exactly some of the things that I would talk to my husband about the reaction I get is exact is completely the opposite of what I need, but your girl 
she gets it. And we, we really, and it's not even just our friendship that we value so much and that we need more than anything. Really? <laughs> it's also the, Wait, there's someone else. I didn't know about this. this is the first time I'm you're the one this. who has a new friend. Like, okay? You're the one who dog walks with someone else. Me. Okay. We don't talk about, about that. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We're fine. It's also other women in our, in our community, in really? business, in, <laughs> being an entrepreneur, the women have shared with us, um, their experiences, their knowledge, their advice, their help. Like we, we really need something. We look to another woman really for the answers first. Yeah. And I think too, like that idea, you know, you talked, you, you have a business, you have a very successful business at this point. And how have you been able to like maintain your identity? That's, that's one thing that worries. But when I talk to my girlfriends that don't have kids, that's honestly one of the biggest worries I think is, is how do we maintain who we are and in our life. And I know it's not going to be our life as is, but how do you, how do you maintain that? Cause you clearly still have such a full life outside of your children. Give us just a little help. Help us. I know this is, you're asking us, but when you say that you're, that you and your friends are worried about losing your own identity, specifically, what is it that you feel will be gone forever? I think career I think is a big thing. And I think even in the pandemic, right, we're seeing women are more affected by their jobs um, and careers progressing, having to stay home and and take care of children that are maybe in virtual school, et cetera. So I would say probably career, career is the biggest piece of that. But it's interesting because your careers and forgive me, because I don't know, like your full journey of that. And you could by all means share that. But it seems like you've had great success in your careers at the same time as raising a family. So you have been able to maintain these identities and grow this business. In in fairness, our boundaries are that we have children and that's part of our brand, right? Like we're very lucky yeah. that we get to do that. And sure. I think that a lot of women, I think that it, it, it takes women in the, in the business industry to open doors for other women to make it acceptable. I don't know how we're going to change this unless we have leadership without women. Like, I think that, you know, identity and the struggle of keeping your career are two totally different things because often as women, we have to make a choice, you know, and feel guilty for having children or feel guilty for having a job. And I think that as, as a society and as industries, we need to like, you know, not roll our eyes when someone has to go home and take the kids to the doctor Mm -hmm. because they're sick, or we have to, you know, be like, don't worry, put your phone on mute. I know you have kids at home. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to hear them scream in the background. Like we have to stop apologizing for the fact that we have families. I have a sister-in-law and my sister-in-law was very worried worried about all of those things that you were talking about. And she was going to, um, you know, freeze her eggs because she's like, I am not in a place to be, to be taking a break from my career. I'm it's just taking off and I don't want to take a back seat. Anyway, she ended up getting pregnant. And after she got pregnant, she ended up getting a, a really amazing job. And they said, and she said, she, so she waited until she got the job. And then she told them that she was pregnant. And then they said, do you want to start after you've had your baby? And she said, no, I want to come. I want to start my job secure my job, know what's going on, then go on Matt league, then come back. And they were like, absolutely. Like I would, it was just like, it was such a good thing to hear. I know they have to, I know they're not allowed to do it any other way, but it was just so good. It's kind of like she, she's figured out a way and we'll see what happens after she has a baby, but to be able to carve out what she needed, what she wanted while having a baby. So Kat's so right. We have to, we have to change it. And, you know, 
I think it has nothing to do with identity. I think it has everything to do with society and the norms that we create for mm-hmm. women and the way that we set up women and the way that we, you know, make women choose. And I, I think it's really unfortunate that moms have to, you know, uh, you know, hire a nanny for two hours to go pick up their kids and pay, you know, for someone to be at home all day so your children can get picked up because you can't go home. And didn't the pandemic teach us that everyone can work from home? And that it's that it's okay. So take those lessons and understand that you know, right? Women are are working really hard, and be okay with that. And also be okay with like talking about being a mom and not being like ashamed to be able to talk mm-hmm. about your experience. Um, our job, we are lucky because so much of what we do has to do with being being moms. You know, Mom Truths is our brand, but we're very much like you know we're working with we'll be working with top top brands and we'll say like the kids are in the background like right now if we had our kids there's a chance they would be here and we just have to let all of our partners be okay with that and as long as you put it out there people are quite receptive often to um to to being open to it yeah yeah well because everyone has their different you know especially working from home the different elements that we're all kind of dealing with how have you failed the last year (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a big question. I, I, I said to my children yesterday because they're like really, they're very sick of the pandemic and just what you, so much that you can't do. And we were saying two of our youngest, this has been like more than a quarter of their lives. You know, they'll have had two birthdays starting at the age of four, turning five, turning six in a pandemic. And, you know, no play dates, no, like it's just, it's getting to the point now where it's, you can see the toll on very well-adjusted children, you know, you can begin to see it. So I, I, I did say to them, like, you know, we're really lucky that there was some benefits and I had to point it out for them. And obviously the older two didn't see it, but the little, <laughs> the younger ones, like true, that's fair, mom. That's very fair. She's five, by the way. But, um, I, I think that it's been hard, but at the same time, it's been, it's been harder to watch women who have expectations that they have to be in careers for the full, like full time and watch their children full time. Like we've been again, lucky where we've been able to incorporate them. And, you know, we dropped out of school last year, all the kids, and we just like let the expectations go. I, I do feel for all the women though. I, I don't, I think that we're very um, in a privileged position where, you know, we were able to pivot our business because we had an online community. And I, I think that, a lot of single moms who are essential workers, whether in the grocery store, or, you know, they have to go to work and have, I, I can't imagine oh, and the, the stress teachers and the, and the teacher moms who had to teach our kids while their toddlers and children were in yeah. the background crying. And I just, oh my gosh, I, I sent, I, <laughs> I sent cases of alcohol to my kids' mm-hmm. teachers to be delivered on their front porch because I just felt so bad. The kids would be, the little kids would be so mean to the teachers. Why is your baby crying? We can't hear anything on the poor teacher. Yeah. I think we're just, we have no, we have no business to be complaining. Obviously it was hard, but it, it wasn't as hard as kids who did here's, here's our positive for the two of us. We have spent so much time with them that when this is over and we're ready to go on tour and travel, we can't say that we didn't spend enough time with them. We have spent enough time for a lifetime with those people this past year. <laughs> We're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you can get another husband too. I feel like you've put in 20 years oh, of marriage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the time you oh, spent, yeah. like no one said, you know, they said, I like that. Yeah. Oh, my I have given him so, so much, much time. She has a husband, but he's, uh, he goes to he's work. He's an essential worker. Essential worker. So he's gone. 
So I'm like, but she's got him yeah, home. No, and I'm like, right. you been fast yeah. forwarded marriage. Yeah, you forgot, like, you could celebrate your 50th <laughs> wedding anniversary. Say. Yeah, it's time to up yes. your anniversary. Because yeah. we were married for 50, 50 years. years. Yeah. That's enough time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mommy's not that old, but we've been married yeah. that yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 dog years. Totally. Yeah. And what, I mean, you know, you it's funny you mentioned the teachers. I have quite a few of my good friends are teachers that the class just starts to get to know their kids too. Like they'll be like, yes. oh, there's, you know, there's Max, there's Rosie. They're coming in and saying hi. So yeah, I think that's, that's kind of a sweet thing though. Cause I think kids also like, I remember when I was young, like my teachers were superstars, right? And you like wanted to know what was their real name and, and oh who are the kids God. and all that. So I'm sure that's kind of exciting. Yeah, it is. Although little kids can be jerks. Yes, they can be. <laughs> the poor teachers. And then, so with, you know, you mentioned marriage, obviously. How, I know it sounds like your husbands don't necessarily listen along, which is probably. <laughs> oh, I you going to say they don't listen. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. You tell me that they, one. They, they but, fake listen. Mm-hmm. Hey, fake. Listen, how, when you guys, when you are traveling and touring, does the whole family come along? No, 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 they have, they have learned it is, we were moms for a while. We did everything, thought that nobody else could do it the way we could do just be easier if we did everything. And it wasn't until we started work traveling for work that we finally realized that they actually are capable of doing things if they're left on their own to not be micromanaged. This is a lesson right. that I had no idea I'd ever like get the opportunity to figure out. But when we had the opportunity to go away, further our career and make money, they agreed and it has been, it's been so good for the kids. It's been so good for them as dads. It's been good for us. It's been a long time. I don't know how it's going to go when we go back It'll on the be road, like but it's going to be like, yeah, brand new again. The kids are like, mom, you're, it's going to be, it'll be great. I can't wait. <laughs> it'll, be great. it'll be amazing. Everything <laughs> <Yeah>. is amazing. <laughs> Celebrate the goddess in your life this Mother's Day with Hestia Jewels. Named after the ancient Greek goddess of hearth, architecture, home, and family, Hestia is committed to creating impeccable and affordable modern fine jewelry. Using only graded conflict-free diamonds and precious stones, Hestia is proud to represent the ethically responsible jewelry industry. Plus, they're proudly Canadian and have a wide selection of rings, earrings, bracelets, and more. To find the perfect piece of everyday jewelry for yourself or a loved one, check out HestiaJewels.com. What do you have kind of coming up? Is there anything? I know all of the, everything with social. Is there even any plans to, probably not right now, I'm guessing, because you're in Toronto as well, right? Oh, there's plans. I'm just in Niagara, so. You're in Niagara? Yeah. Oh, you lucky ducky. That's so nice. I feel like drinking wine. Um, uh, You go, you take this away. Do do we have plans? Yes. Are they, are theaters already booked? Yes. Like we have a long tour in October booked in the States in, in, in September, October, Canada in December. Now we don't know what's going to happen with the world, but we are, we're theaters are booking it. Our agents are making it happen and we're committing. So as long as things don't change, we will be there. Right. We have 
we have during this time, we've continued to do um, our, our virtual business, but we've also really taken a deep dive into how we can grow other things that we're really passionate about that we didn't have as much time to work on because we were traveling so much. So we have so many exciting things that we want to do in the end of uh, 2021, 2022, and for the rest of forever. We are really excited about all the things that are that are going to happen in the next while. I like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think a nice time for everyone to kind of reflect, especially when you have your own business, right? Of just like what's coming next. Yeah. So we have Mother's Day coming up. So what's your, I ended on like, what's your favorite gift or what gift recommendation, best gift that you've received for the moms out there? Oh, I not, let's do, let's do non pretending we can say pandemic and then non pandemic. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I really think that there's something about like, okay, this just call me crazy, but like a gift card to not like to an actual place that you may want to go and use. Not like, you know, like if they, I, I personally would love a gift card to like a mall like just somewhere Um, where I could go get something that I couldn't just take the cash and spend it on my kids you know I think that lots lots of moms won't um like I don't need anything I don't want anything we always think whenever we think of Mother's Day the first thing we think of the two of us think of is our moms not what are they those people going to do for us yeah we going to do for our moms yeah so I I think that yeah I I really I don't even like gifts you know what I mean I hate opening them and them seeing my face and pretending like wow I love this I would say gift cards to a nice (laughs) a nice restaurant no that's not me for me is like more expensive than one that I would just casually go to and one that I would not bring my kids to which would force me to go out for the dog meal too of course of course of course something like that a gift card like that I I would just love the day to be taken care of without like I I just want to sit down way too much that is I just want, I don't want to put them to bed. I don't want to tell them what to do. I want to do nothing. I want to be a sloth. Like just take care of everything for the day. I like don't make me think. Let's do that. I would like to go drink. Yeah, I, I, me but they love stuff. to celebrate you. These little people yeah. who are so cute. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, you know, I don't know. Often Mother's Day is twice the amount of work because you have to make it special for the people in your lives. So you get everything organized to make them feel like they did a lot. And my birthday's around yeah. there, so people like to combine them. Yeah, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm not a big holiday celebrator. You know. About Fair me. enough. About me. Fair I like enough. to celebrate. I'll, I'll actually give cards to something food, whether it's a restaurant, a nice grocery store. Even if they get like a meal like brought in for you, you know, oh, that's really nice. Chef. So, that's Going expensive. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. I'm on your page though about food gift cards. I feel feel like food has been my source of joy in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So like I'm on that page oh, that. Yeah. I could really get behind that. Yeah, to yeah. like a patio. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, one year my kids took me to Sky Zone for my birthday. They thought I should have a birthday party at Sky Zone, like for my for my birthday. Yeah, so exciting. That's what Mother's Day that that's Mother's Day in a nutshell. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's kind of like Let's go to on a walk to the park now. No, I hate the park. That's not for I me. Know. That's for you. I know. I took mine to yeah. get air. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's not for me. That's know. for you. Yeah. That's my alone time. I love it. Okay. Well, I mean, so gift card and then maybe the mall break or just day drinking on a patio. Hopefully we can be day drinking on a patio. Like yeah. I love to day drink. Yeah. On a patio. I need well, to yeah. my, my tolerance yeah. is not good. Yeah. If I, oh Mine's God. Really if good. I could go out at like four o'clock and then, you know, be home by nine. When the kids, that's my dream. Four to nine. I need a babysitter though. I need to find something. 
Yeah, you I, do. I have yeah, there's got to be changes around here. It's illegal. Not oh, allowed them. Wow. Oh, it's illegal to have. I was going to say you can come. Why don't you ladies come to Niagara? I can watch the kids for a bit, and you can do some wine tours. How yeah. do you get home? <laughs> Oh, oh there's, a that dri- there's that drive service. A there's limo. that service, right? I would do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so appreciate you both being here today and chatting with us and, and making motherhood just seem like honestly a great time. This May, Style Canada is celebrating all things beauty and our very own Beauty Week, running from May 17th to 23rd. We'll be featuring new beauty trends, hacks, integrating fashion with beauty, and focusing on beauty transcending our age. Right here on our podcast, we will be featuring a special Let's Talk About Summer Fashion episode with Real Housewives of Dallas star Cameron Westcott. Check it out this May at style.ca. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. We will have a brand new one on a brand new topic every Monday. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. You can find us at style.ca or on social media. Just like this podcast, Style Canada is not just about style. It's about living a lifestyle that leaves people open to evolution and opportunity. This episode was hosted by Elise Gasparino, produced and edited by Alia Ballas. The music credit goes to Raspberry Music and was brought to you by Style Canada.